Welcome to Fables of Our Deconstruction, a podcast where we examine our systems of faith and culture together as we grow as people. I'm your host, Dylan. If you like what you hear, check me out at patreon.com slash Dylan. If you'd like to be on a future episode, leave me a message at 515-318-7569 or find Fables of Our Deconstruction on Anchor FM, now Spotify Podcasts, and leave me a voice message. Leave your name, otherwise I'll keep you anonymous. Let's get into it. Okay, okay, before we get into things, I want to do two quick sidebars. Sidebar one, Champions, my comic series, is fully funded on Kickstarter. It was a long battle, but the Brimstone Order and the Clubhouse kept my chin above the waters. We made several dedicated pushes. It's not over yet, though. By the time this podcast goes live, we'll have four days left. Every pledge is as good as a retail purchase now, and I might get a stretch goal or two done. So go check out championscomic.com and get in on it. I'll also be at RodCon in Cedar Falls in just a few days on April 1st. It's Saturday. It's coming up. So if you want to see the comic book there, you can check it out live and in person. Sidebar 2. The Jehovah's Witnesses are in full force. I've been around atheist circles long enough to know that the door knocking is an important part of their faith. They make exceptions for people who have disabilities and have seemed to take in the pandemic seriously. So instead of door knocking, I get letters in the mail. They really want me and my family to come out for their Easter events. But what kills me is that, although the letter is signed by someone local, the letterhead comes from Ohio. What's the deal with that? Also, what would they think of my wife not having my last name? I'm just left with so many questions. But I don't think I'll be appearing at the Kingdom Hall anytime soon, But if you want me to explore the religions in my area, we could talk about that. Alright, on to the meat of this episode. I attended a psychic fair. (laughs) Okay, no. I had a table at a psychic fair. Either way, I went to a psychic fair. First and foremost, I went to the fair because it has an artist alley. I've actually gone before, and I think I might go again? But that doesn't mean it isn't hard for me to be there. In my woo-woo days, back when I was afraid of fluoride and aliens, I would have loved seeing all the faith healers and crystal vendors lined up with their overlapping incenses. But now, as I stare through the haze, I see the parts that break my heart. I think esoteric spaces are like drugs. They're an outlet of escape that makes empty promises. We all want to be better people. We all want to feel important. We all want to long for empowerment, and many of us want to be healed. Last weekend, as my wife and I promoted champions at the Artist Alley in this psychic fair, we were stationed across the aisle from an older gentleman promoting pyramid power. If you're out of the loop, pyramid power, or pyramidology as it's called, is a belief that there's more to the Egyptian use of three-dimensional triangles than just architecture. The claim is that things within a pyramid shape 
can receive a myriad of benefits stemming from undetectable, immeasurable energies. Popularized by Ironmonger and Dowser Antoine Bovis, the belief system reports to preserve vegetables, sharpen or maintain blades, heal people, improve your sexuality, and other effects. Lately, it has become common to use a copper pyramid since copper is a conductor of electricity. It obviously must conduct other energies too. And maybe it does, if those energies had any evidence they existed. If you're into pyramid power, you want to know more, I've got links down below. You should also check out Ono, Ross, and Carrie. They did an episode on it, which, again, I'll link in the description. What makes the pyramid booth more interesting is that the guy running it has dream catchers lining the perimeter of his tent. Then, when you pay the $20 to sit in his copper pyramid, yeah, yeah, $20. Once you sit in that pyramid, you get to listen to so-called heart music, and he blows a didgeridoo in your face as you weep or pray. It's a fascinating mishmash of appropriative faiths glued together in a pseudoscientific concoction similar to taking aspirin, cold medicine, and antibiotics just to fight your sniffles. Maybe one of them works, but do they all work? Do any of them work? If one did, how do you know which one? If it doesn't work, did one affect the other? How would you even know? And that's the thing right there. How do you even know? As tough as it is not to rant about appropriating Native American, Romani, Egyptian, and several Eastern clothes, concepts, and items, what I care about right now is, how does the pyramid practitioner know how each part works and why? Recently, I listened to a debate with Matt Dillahunty. In the debate, he was defending the stance that the Quran was not true. Several times, he asked his interlocutor how he knew the Quran was true. The interlocutor was unable to provide answers other than circular ones such as, well, it's written in the Quran, so it must be true. That rang in my head the whole psychic fair. Largely speaking, I am not the audience for this event. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum. I'm here to promote a superhero comic book. But should I be here if that means supporting things that can potentially cause harm? There's fun to be had with tarot and the entertainment of fortune-telling. I can see the pleasure in it. However, at one point, I watched a woman fight her way from her walker to the seat inside the pyramid. I was so glad I couldn't hear her when she talked with the vendor. It made me unable to know if she was turning to the pyramid for healing. But it seemed that way to me. Desperation is something I understand. I'm an artist. I have a disability. I'm a human. Even if the pyramid vendor was genuine in his belief, he was perfectly poised to feed on the pockets of the desperate, and that broke my heart. The world is filled with unknowns, violence, sadness, but it's our humanity, our compassion, our empathy, and our desire for truth that will lift us out of violence and sadness, not credulous faith in things we cannot demonstrate. In the end, yeah, we're all bones and dust. But in the middle, sometimes we suffer. However, when we look for reality and strive to help each other in tangible ways, measurable ways, we can make the world a better place for us all, and we can alleviate so much of that suffering. Now, I'm not convinced by pyramid power. I'm not a believer in magic rocks or psychic powers. And if any of us are looking for real answers, we need to be brave enough and bold enough to ask everyone around us, 
how they know what they claim to know. Another thing, this was this part was really brief, and I, I actually don't have it in my script, but there was a point each morning where we were coerced more than encouraged to join a prayer circle to, to give us all benefits for the day. And this year I had told myself, well, I'm not participating in a prayer circle. And I wasn't there the first day, so I didn't have to. And my wife didn't when she was there for me. And then the second day I was there and I didn't do the prayer circle. And another vendor who was walking to the prayer circle goes, wait, are you guys, me, me and my friend next to us, are, are we going to the, the prayer circle? And I said, well, no, no, we're not going. And she goes, oh, do we not have to go? And I'm like, no, you don't have to go. And I did joke like, well, if someone asks, of course I'm going, but no, I'm not going. Because it's not my responsibility to participate in things I don't believe in. I'm glad that I was able to give her a little power, or at least my friend and I were able to give her some power to make that decision of her own. I felt great. So maybe I won't go to another psychic fair after all. Oh. <sighs> Although we're going to end this on a sad note, it's so fucking frustrating to see another shooting at another school. Too often in the U.S. do schools become slaughterhouses. I hate it. And I know you hate it too. It's the guns. It's the fucking guns. Private schools, Christian schools, they're no safer than public schools. God didn't come to save the day at the Covenant School. It's the state of our mental and physical health care and the damn guns. How do I know that? Look around. Shootings are as American as apple pie and baseball. We have more access to guns than almost any other nation. And terrible access to care. Call your senators and representatives. Do what God didn't and stand up. This has been Fables of Our Deconstruction. Fables of Our Deconstruction is created by me, Dylan Jacobson. Please like and review Fables wherever you get your podcasts. And join my community, the Brimstone Order, at patreon.com slash Dylan. I'd like to thank Apes of the State for the use of their song Moments a Year from Now as my intro and outro. And remember, you're never alone. We are always in this together. <laughs> <laughs>